Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm Esmail. I just did a fabulous event. As is usually the case. Yes, I really do freaking love my clients just because, first of all, they let me do whatever I want. And second of all, I get to do whatever I want. What part of the world was this one in this time? This is in Vegas. Oh, so you went back to Vegas. Cool. Yes. So like every anything goes. So yeah, so I did um, a, a corporate event in San Diego, which was really fun, but it was like super corporate. And there was like a lot of like government people there. Actually, George Bush was there uh, the day before his mother passed away. And actually that one was just – it was – he was in the room. Everyone just got the alert saying that she wasn't doing well. And everyone was like wanted to ask him like – okay, why are you here? Like you shouldn't be here kind of thing. And with, you know, he just knows, I mean, he just knows what people are thinking. I mean, just because it's painfully obvious, I guess whenever you're a president you kind of figure this out pretty quickly. But the, the, the interesting thing was he was up on stage and he made the comment on how, you know, his mother said, you know, whenever you make a commitment, you always honor that commitment. Huh. And that's why he was there. It was just, it was so gut-wrenching and then um vicente fox was there and john legend was there and matthew mcconaughey was there and it was it was just it was fun but it was just like a little like stuffy i guess just because it was like super 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 corporate um and then to go from that straight into vegas where it's like you know boobs and confetti and pool parties and it's it, it, sometimes i really wonder i was like is this really my life <laughs> night and day, night and day difference. it is so night and day so night that's and day. That's really interesting that even in – like I always wonder how these public figures, in spite of what's going on in their real life, they still have to go out in the public and do things they've committed to. So that's really interesting that they still find you know, a way to go and do that. It is, I think, a real sense of duty. I mean you just kind of have to keep going and you know, none of – the world keeps turning and you know, I'm sure he has dealt with – a, a, a lot more things and you just kind of you can't let the problem control you i guess um but it's it's interesting because it's something you and i always talk about like how you have the stamina to be doing all these events yeah yeah, yeah. And i think all these top performers you know regardless of what you believe politically but people that are out there doing their thing every day day in and day out with no excuses yep you know it does take a little, certain level of stamina to do that not everyone's cut out for it oh my god even us like there are some people i mean we get letters or emails from people and it's just no, I, I don't let it bother me. I mean, if you don't want to listen to the show, you don't have to. Just turn it off right now. What are you talking about? Haters? We got haters? Duh. I didn't I didn't get that memo. <laughs> um, no, so anyways, so I go from, you know, political not really it, it was more government, I guess, uh, a, a government event and, you know, go straight into Vegas and, you know, I got in pretty late. Um, I did a Facebook live whenever I was at the airport in San Diego. Um, there were 33 people on my 150 seat plane. Um, so needless to say, everyone got their own row. Nice. Uh, I get, I get to Vegas, get to my event. I was there like five hours early just because I, I mean, I had nowhere else to be. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll just co help them out. And they, um, that's also another thing is something that I learned really early on from uh, a friend who's a florist. You know, she made a comment to me on how, you know, if her staff was there, they finished setting up, you know, it's kind of like this hurry up and wait thing. You know, I think I get that from my grandfather. I don't know if it's like a military thing where, you know, you just hurry up, get done. That way, if anything happens, you have time to fix it. And it's also it harkens back to the previous episode where we talk about um, going the extra mile, you know, but, but you didn't have anything better to do that morning. You just went <laughs> in and did did the extra mile, showed up early. Sure. 
Yeah. And um, I mean, I just, you know, plopped down in the lobby, opened up my laptop, started answering emails and, you know, just kind of managing at that point. And then they brought in these. So the the party was a flamingo party and it was called Flamingo. It was Let's Flamingo. And they had signature flock tails, which I thought was the cutest thing on earth. Um, they had little martini glasses that were pink, which was actually, I really enjoy this cocktail. Um, it is, it was champagne and, uh, a liqueur called X rated, which is like, a, like a pink liqueur. It was the cutest little thing ever. But anyways, there was, a, this was chock full of meeting planners. Um, so needless to say, they're, you know, not opposed to fun. Um, and if you ever have a really fun group, like I would always recommend doing something just crazy and stupid. Uh, I told my client, I was like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to get like, I asked if there were performers and she's like, yeah, there's uh, performers that were dressing up as like, I guess like pink showgirls, but they were looking like, I don't know, like flamingos, I guess. So they like kind of had like these like little bird things. So I was like, I want to do it. So I called my friend, uh, uh, my friend Liz at Mac. Um, she, I said, Hey, can you like do this for me real quick? And she's like, yeah, totally. She's like, just come on in. So I went down to planet Hollywood and I was like, make me look like a flamingo. Oh no. And yes. And so, and I'll, I mean, there are pictures of this that are up on the, up on the group, um, or I'll post them for this, but, uh, she made me look like a flamingo and I did a little, uh, a little roaming photo booth and it was a massive hit. Everyone not only was, so this is another thing that I had an issue with. I did an event at Tao a couple, uh, maybe like a month ago at the Venetian, and it was me and a girl both doing photos. She took easily 25% more photos than I took. And I am 99% sure that that had to be because I was male. Hello? Pick up the phone. <laughs> That's me. No, uh, it's the house phone. That's a different story. Um, <laughs> Pick up the phone, man. No, I'm actually, I'm just thinking, I'm... Hello. It's my mother. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> um, is that my father calling from when he left me? No, I'm kidding. Oh my um, God. Don't even go there. <laughs> I made, I made, anyways, I made a horrible joke. Um, no. So we went to, um, where was I? Line. The photos mostly because you're male. Yeah. 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 So uh, I really think that. I didn't get as many photos as she did because she was female. And I just, and we've talked about this before, how, you know, if you're female, you're generally going to get a a bigger response. Um, So anyways, that goes the case for like, for like almost anything. No, for sure. I mean, the only time I think a man is more approachable is at home Depot when, you know, you're like, I don't know. And Lowe's. Yeah. And Lowe's Um, (laughs) and and builder square. And Ooh, do you remember those? Um, I wonder if that was just like a Southern thing anyways. Um, no. So I was like, okay, let me see what is something that I could do for like better engagement. And this is Vegas and I've done this before. And I was like, I'm going to have her like paint me up like a flamingo. Sure enough. She did. I had so many people come up to me. Granted, this is mostly women meeting planners. So I'm kind of like tailoring it to my audience. My client thought it was like the most amazing thing. She's like, I have never had a photographer do what you did. You know what's really interesting about that is I actually there's somebody I follow in the business world that always wears bright sneakers to these events that he goes to these sure. conferences and he does it on purpose because it makes it easy to start conversations with people. Everyone's like, "Yeah, what's up with the bright shoes? What's up with the bright yellow sneakers?" I think yep. anything that you can do to stand out 
even in this case where you look like a flamingo, it just makes it easy for people to approach you and they feel comfortable around you because you're such an outlier, right? So every, while everyone's trying yeah. to fit in, actually by standing out, you become more approachable. It's kind of an interesting way that works out. It, it was a thing is, that, you know, I had women come up to me saying, oh, my God, I love this, blah, blah, blah. What are you doing? Oh, would you like to take a photo? Yes, absolutely, blah, blah, blah. You know, we start taking photos and then everything out just everything just worked out really well. Right. So you, the fact that you're approachable in an event that you said was full of meeting planners, I'm assuming had a tremendous result, right? Ridiculous. People were handing me business cards. Not, can I have this at my event? Absolutely. Can you do the makeup too? Yeah, absolutely. I'll do whatever you want if you pay me money. So how do you do uh, – Ooh. Oh, my God. I mean, that's going to be in my writer right now. So now I'm going to be like, I need to have red M&Ms. I need to have hair and makeup. I need <laughs> – How do you go about networking at an event that you're working at? Um. So what I do is on the microsite, I always make sure that our logo is at the bottom and I just direct them to – you know, say it at the bottom, or I just tell them to follow me on Instagram, which if you depend, and again, this is also talking to your clientele, you know, kind of, if someone's a little bit older, you, they may not have an Instagram, but just in case, um, and just kind of stay within their preferred method of contact. I had more people come up to me and say, Hey, can I do this at my event? Absolutely. And they would hand me a business card. I said, I will email you tomorrow. So that's also the big thing is the follow-up and making sure that you follow up with these people and, you know, with whatever you're saying that you're going to do. Now, when you're, when you're working these events, I'm curious about how you actually go about speaking to people. Is it something that you actively pursue or are you just doing your thing and people just are gradually attracted to you? So, the, well, yes. Thank you, Ismail. I mean, it is such. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It is such a problem being so attractive. Um, no. So, first of all, I think that the makeup – Truthfully, really, I know I, I would. I mean, I'm not going to expect you know. I won't name names. Name. I, I won't name names. However, however, <laughs> he's moving right now, and I don't want to stress him out. But anyways, um, I'm not suggesting everyone do this. This is what I do that fits my personality. So again, you're doing the shoes that makes complete sense, or you're doing something that. This is also another thing is I think that it also needs to be appropriate. So if you're in all black, I don't do jeans like at events, any of my guys or girls, if you were, no, 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 all black. I mean, they can be, why is that? They can be, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. Photographers, any staff member needs to be wearing all black. You are not there to party. Absolutely not. Like you need to be like identifiable and be able to not only blend in, but to fade out. That's interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying that people should be wearing jeans. I'm just curious why you're so against it because it seems to be trending like in, in the tech industry and even in the finance industry, people are more accustomed to wearing jeans now. You so. know, that is an interesting thing. I was visiting a headquarters at a very large company and one of the things that I noticed was the dress code. And I was like, everyone here is beyond super casual. And he made a comment to me and he was like, yeah, he said they originally had business casual and it was just kind of um, a nuisance a little bit because the majority of the people on this 
rather large campus um, generally don't meet with customers or clientele or vendors. So, I mean, they're only kind of staying in their own cubicle. So their dress code is very casual. So you're wearing a polo and jeans. Um, you're occasionally doing shorts. And he said that on Fridays, they are allowed to wear t-shirts. I'm like, so you mean to tell me that Monday through Thursday is casual Friday and Friday is go to work, but dress like you're working from home day. And he's like, pretty much. Sounds was, awesome to me. <laughs> it, was, it was just so shocking. It was just, it was just so shocking to me that at this really hardcore high up corporate America has such like a lax dress code. I don't know. But for my guy, for my guys, we're at an event for my guys, for my guys, we're at an event, you know, you only have to work three, four hours. You're wearing all black. I'm so sorry. It's amazing that we've come to a point where the help is better dressed than the people hiring them. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, everyone at this event was a little bit more dressed up, but they were more business casual. But still, I mean, if you go to an event, you're still working. You still need to be able in clothing that is, you know, able to move. So, I mean, by no means should you wear like super tight pants. I mean, I don't know. How do we get on this topic? What? <laughs> I just asked a question and it led to another question. Sorry. Oh, no, I was like, wait a minute. Um, no. So anyways, um, I, I am very much a proponent of, you know, wearing all black. I'm so sorry. I have emails and all sorts of stuff going off. Um, what else did you get from this event? Like when you, when you, when you speak to these meeting planners, do you get any kind of other intel on what it is they're looking for? Do you get any insight into trends or is it just a very casual, fun environment? Not really talking shop. No, it's a very fun environment. Everyone kind of sees you as like the new thing. You generally have a lot of people whenever you have anything in Vegas, Vegas is almost like the epicenter of anything new in any industry. So, I mean, like you think of the largest technology conference, CES, you associate that with Vegas. So Vegas already has this kind of, uh, vibe of, you know, anything that is brand new is going to be here first kind of deal. So, and that was kind of really the case. So you have a lot of people from, you know, rural America, coming over here thinking that this is just like the coolest stuff. I mean, because how many times are you going to do an event in Macon, Georgia with a photographer in Flamingo makeup? I mean, it's just, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying (laughs) the the likelihood of it to happen is very, very low. Um, But no, but you know, I was able to meet a lot of, you know, meeting planners that are like, Hey, I want this for this event. Hey, I want this for this event. And actually one of them, which was really interesting. I said, Oh, where are you from? And she said, I'm from Dallas. I said, that's so funny. I'm from Addison. And she goes, no way. I said, yes, I'm on the, you know, the corner of these streets. And she goes, I'm on the corner of these streets. And I said, you are three blocks away from me. That's crazy. And she goes, what a small world. You know, I had the same experience at PBX where I met someone there that went to the high school I grew up that I want to. It's just crazy how you meet people in your immediate vicinity on the other side of the country. For sure. It is so crazy how that happens. And then, I don't know, it was just, it was a fun experience. What I really took away from it was, you know, again, this was kind of going the extra mile kind of thing is it really didn't, I mean, it didn't cost me anything just because I had a friend that knew how to do it. But I mean, it was matching the theme of the event to whatever. If you kind of, I have... I guess the 
I get carte blanche from a lot of my clients because that's how I sell myself. Like I, t- like I tell them, I will take care of this. You don't deal with anything. Let me do what I do. And it, it works for me. And I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't know the formula for it. I mean, I think that just has a lot to do with just being a little bit more authoritative and kind of a little more of a take charge attitude. I mean, what, what I'm taking away is that you're just being yourself, right? I think everyone else is kind of trapped in being what they think they should be. Like, I'm just here to do my job and stay in the corner. Meanwhile, you're going in there being present. You saw something that was interesting to you. And you just said, that looks like fun. I want to do it too. So just by being yourself and being authentic, uh, people you know, are attracted to that because it's not what everyone else does. My good friend Oprah, she's she's a very big proponent of <laughs> that will never that will never get old. I am gonna draw it out for as long oh, as I shall. You're gonna live. be an old man in your rocking chair, still seeing my good friend Oprah. My good friend Oprah. So Ryan, I know we don't really talk about all the events, you know, that we do, but I've I've noticed you've had a very busy month in April. And I'm curious, is that a common thing for you? Is this usually that busy of a month in the year or is it a fluke? Um, no, it's not. I looked at my numbers. I am growing at, I think April was 8% growth. Um, but I also compared to last year's April. Yes. Compared to last year's April. However, I also did, I think 15% less events. Oh, so you did a lot. You did more, but with less events, so more money per event. Yeah. Um, and I had posted this. I had said, you know, hey, listen, if you're in our Facebook group, you know, wh- what are you tracking? What are your numbers like? What's going on here? And, you know, I asked, you know, how many events, you know, are you do- are you basing it off of how many events you're doing or how much revenue you're doing? Um, you know, it just depends. Someone made a comment and kind of was like, well, you know, you can't just base it upon how many events. I'm like, yeah, you can. I just think that, you know, you just have to be really like thoughtful of, how you quantify it, however it may be for you, because some people may be motivated by numbers and dollars versus some people may be motivated by actual quantity. Um, and you know, it just works whatever for you. I mean, whenever I was first starting, I was like, I'm going to do this many appointments. I'm going to do this many events. And now I'm just not going to do that as much, but, um, no, I think I'm, I think I am. Well, I know I am getting more money for, less events. Um, the only difference with this April than last April is just the amount of travel. So that was going to be my next question. I think a lot of people see all the cool stuff you're doing, all the traveling you're doing, and they're, they're envious of it. I'm curious, you know, when, when you're running to the airport early in the morning, when you're on the plane with no sleep, mm-hmm. tell us what it's really like being on the other side of that, because I think everyone just thinks it's amazing and they don't really understand what goes into it and how it's not really cut out for everybody. So what is it really like on that side? Um, it is amazing. I mean, I don't have children, so I have the ability to pick up and go. Um, it, it, it is, I'm enjoying this part of my life right now. Um, I went through, I went through, I guess, a period where I was doing a lot of, you know, regular weddings and just going nonstop and go, 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 go. And, uh, right now I was just like, you know, I want to travel for a little bit. I want to make money while I travel. You know, I still want to be able to do super boothers and just kind of be flexible with that. So, I mean, I have recorded super boothers. I think we've done it way late at night. I've done it in a, you know, hotel room closet because that was the quietest space because of the roaring air conditioner. I mean, I've, we've literally done it, everything in between. Um, with as far as like the traveling, like the physical part of it, 
it's a little scary thinking that, okay, the photo booth that I am traveling with may not make it with my luggage. So that part is slightly terrifying. Do you ever get tired? Like it can't be as easy as it looks, right? So for people who are aspiring to get to that level, do you have any things that you've learned or things that you've taken away? Like when you're on that plane in the quiet thinking to yourself, what's going through your mind? Why do you think you're able to do that? Other people don't get there. You know, I don't know. I think it's just because I, I set myself up for, I, that's something that I wanted to do. And I just kind of made it happen. It took a little bit to, you know, kind of take off and now I'm kind of stuck in this cycle. (laughs) Um, But that's the thing is I, I love the ability to have staff in, you know, pretty large states. Um, so if there's like a particular event that I have, like, let's say in like California, I have people in California that I can call and that say, Hey, I'm doing this event. Like you're coming up to San Francisco. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And it's great. Um, I will say this. I am a little homesick right now only because I have been gone for so long and I won't be back for so long. So right now I'm in the, I'm on the tail end of my third leg of a six leg trip. Um, so that's not fun. So like right now I'm right now that I have like a day off and like, Oh, I can like think about this and able to record and all that other stuff. That part's like, okay, well, and it's right in the middle of it. So if there's people listening right now who are like, you know what, I want to travel too and make money while I travel. How, do you have any advice you'd give them? Because a lot of people don't know how to get clients in other areas. They just have their business in their location and they have no idea how to even go about getting someone in the other side of the country. Just bring it up. Just bring it up. Just bring it up in conversation. If it is something that you are open to doing, well, I wasn't going to say this. Um, however, at the event last night, um, I got approached by a meeting planner that I'd already known. And she asked me, she goes, will you do an event in Vienna? I said, I said, absolutely. She goes, great. I sent a proposal out this morning. Wow. I mean, you just have to stay open to it. So that, you know, that's, that's the thing is if you're with a client, if this is, especially if you are doing trade shows, if you get one trade show, let's say, and this, this will happen in every city. So there's really not, I mean, not every city, but if you're in a major city, it's going to happen. You'll have a trade show that'll come to you. You need to ask for that business for the next year. If they, if the, if you did this event, they're very happy with it. They loved you. You know that you did a great job. They're happy with whatever. Ask for that business for next year. That's a sales thing called asking for the sale. If they are going to another another um, area of the of the country, ask for that business, and then you know, then that's how you start traveling. There's also something about putting it out there, like you said. Um, if you really want something, don't be afraid to start talking about it. A lot of people want to keep things secret, no. keep things hidden. When you don't talk about your dreams and what you're trying to accomplish, nobody else out there can help you. Nobody else knows what you're trying to do. They can't connect unless with the right people. So you have to put it out there. Unless it's proprietary, then keep your mouth shut. Right, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, but no, but that's that's the thing that I really enjoy is you know if you get a decent if you get a decent piece of business and they travel, they go to a different city every year, absolutely just stay open to that. Thank you so much for listening. If you're going to be in New Orleans on May 10th, please come see me. I'll be speaking at the ILEA New Orleans chapter meeting at the B Hotel on Canal Street. Please visit ileaneworleans.com. That's I-L-E-A neworleans.com for more info. 
Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.